Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chainsaw Hash Podcast, where we're cutting government bureaucracy and trees, I guess. Uh, Fiat Jeff, how are you doing? Uh, I'm fine, except for the fact that the government has cut out some trees in my town. Oh, that's a combination of both. I dude. don't know. I don't know how you know that. <laughs> are you uh, are you doxing your location right now? Yeah, I'm in a in a place where the government has cut out some trees. Fiatjev <laughs> lives in a place where there are cars and trees. We can, I think, we can narrow it down eventually. Those those geoguesser people are pretty good. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna nail Fiatjev. Uh, we got a third person uh, in the call, which doesn't happen that often, um, but it happened. It's constant constant neighbor that yeah. just showed up at his home. <laughs> no, that's uh so um Jeremy Rubin, uh welcome to uh to our little podcast thingy with me and Fiat Jeff. And we we the most important question I can ask is what do you think of the Worker Three aesthetics? No. No, no. not these again. <laughs> we should ask about StarCraft. <laughs> that's Starcraft. right. Our fans will be will be very be very sad. But I mean maybe you should ask if he thinks What's the name of the new, new StarCraft like game? You mean Stormgate? Use? Stormgate, yeah. Have you have you looked have you seen Stormgate, Jeremy? Um, no. Okay, what what race <laughs> did you play uh, in StarCraft? Uh, I think that I haven't played StarCraft uh, for like twenty years. So I don't know. I don't really. I remember there's like the, uh, uh, the the protists. There's the uh, the people, and then there's the zerglings. <laughs> oh, that's that's basically the game. You you got it. Yeah. That's that's a good answer. I think. <laughs> yeah. The people. <laughs> <laughs> it's the people versus the what did you say? Did you call them? It's fine. So yeah. Protists. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Like there's is. like the the magicians, the monsters, and the people. Yeah, well, that's fair, yes, that's I guess. It. So, um, um, and then what? you have to like catch them all, right? Something like that. Yes, yes. You you travel the world as a ten year old boy, and then you you catch them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. So, um, but what? Which which one of them did you play when you played the game? Which one was your favorite? Um, I don't think he played more than two, two games. Um, I think I liked being the Zerglings. Ah, that's interesting. So we it's got it, all three now. It fits uh, your personality of a person who wants to destroy things. It fits my personality. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're not. You, you're you're an unreasonable animal that just wants to destroy stuff. Mm, and yeah, you have killer instinct. Uh, like I'm a menace and a pest yes. and uh, uncivilized. <laughs> yes, you need um, to. Be <laughs> I smell bad. I have pustules, and um, I'm no good. Yes. Yeah, I guess that. I guess and that I'm sums not it a up. magician, and I'm subhuman. <laughs> I'm part of the people gang. Yeah. Uh, thanks, guys. I feel. Yeah, I hope you feel welcome uh, <laughs> in our conversation. 
Um, I just, get... I just love that you guys are really inclusive, and well, even have a only to a point. On show. I, I mean, only, to, only, only to a point. I mean, if you, if you would have said I, I've never played StarCraft, we, we would have been forced to be ended there, obviously. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> but you know, you, you're in the clear. I mean, the game is 25 years old, so I can't blame yeah. you. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think. Uh, I mean, I remember, I remember playing a couple times, uh, but I, I was never. I would just go outside and like play with on the beach or something. And uh, I don't think I like played that mu that much of computer games. I mean, I played like Neopets. I think I like got the omelet of the day, but I don't think I like sat and played like that much like online games. Do you know Neopets, Future? No, I don't know what's that. I've only seen it. Uh, it's never... like it's like uh, Web Two uh, Ordinals. <laughs> <laughs> that name's not completely strange to me. Uh, Jesus Christ, this is so. Was weird. it was it also gotta catch them all? Uh, sort of. Yeah, you had like these little like monsters, and there were a bunch of different kinds, and you have to feed them, kind of like Tamagotchis, or they like get sad and die. Ah, I see. Um, and then uh, there's like all these games that you can play with them, um, and like you can, I think you could fight them, um, and then you like earn like these like Neo money, and you can like buy things. I see. Have, have um, you, it's actually like pretty like capitalistic. Have you ever had a Tamagotchi? Mm, I think so. Um, I think I had a Tamagotchi. I remember having a pocket Pikachu. Like, was it all yellow? And in the shape of a Pikachu. <laughs> uh, the pocket Pikachu. It was like a little Game Boy that you have to like shake in order to like keep the Pikachu happy. Uh, <laughs> and you're supposed to like. I think you're supposed to like actually use it like a pedometer instead of shaking it. But I think that everybody was just like shaking it instead um, of like moving around. And uh, yeah, but I, I I think I played. I think I played some Dota at one point because I went to this like nerd camp and that's what other people were doing was playing Dota. So I played like a little bit of that, but I, I like I think I just like kind of ran around in circles and I don't think I actually ever really like competed. I don't think I was very good at that part. Hmm. Have you ever had a Tamagotchi fear, Jeff? Uh, I think I did not. But I I don't know, I think I remember playing with a Tamagotchi, but I think it wasn't mine. I bet you had, like, just, like, one of those, like, you know those, like, tubes that are filled with water? Hmm. Those tubes that were filled with what? No. Yeah, they're, like, they're, like, it's, like, a soft plastic tube that's just filled with water. And what's the then point what? of them? You drink it's, it's them. It's called a, a glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> a hose. You yeah, use your like... hose with water. <laughs> It's like a, it's like a slinky kind of thing. I don't know, like a tube filled with water. No, but a slinky is a particular <laughs> thing. A slinky is the thing you 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 can throw off the ch uh, the stairs and then it keeps going. It's a so if you search Google tube filled with water toy, it's, like <laughs> it's uh, water wiggler sensory toy. You're, you're very descriptive. One super long, huge jumbo water trick snake filled with sparkle streamers. Uh, I no, I don't. I don't find anything like that in my search. <laughs> and even you even pay for them. Oh, is those little sacks of things? The, the little ones. 
Is it like the squeeze toys? Uh, sort of. It's just sort of like, it's kind of like a, it's like a, a torus. Like, that's like the shape of it. And then right, it's right. Like soft plastic. It's it for like rolls over itself <laughs> when you try and hold it. So it like slips out of your hand constantly. For, you for, can't really hold on to it. For autistic kids to, to call themselves. This is like the... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is like a fi fidget spinner, only, uh, only 19th version. I see. Honestly, kind of like higher tech than the fidget spinner. I guess so. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, the materials so used the are newer like than. Like a caveman uh, could have made that. This is using like well, I mean, you need bearings and shit. I mean, especially the ones that are really smooth. You need like good bearings. So, mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, this is plastics and uh, whatever oil stuff. There, yeah. it's used. Interesting. Are you? Uh, do you have a, a toy that you were fond of as a kid, kid Jeff? No, I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> well, what do you want to talk about? I was I was not allowed to to look up my question. So, You're, how how can you have a question when you don't wrote what what the, what's the question? You have no idea what the question is, or even I keep forgetting the what the question is. So let's let's talk about the topic you were going to talk before. Oh, no, I mean, I wa I wanted to talk about the toys, but. I've noticed that my vocabulary is not good enough. I, I only know English enough to talk about Bitcoin, apparently. When you start talking about mm. these tubes filled with water, I, I don't know how to express myself anymore. All right. So due to uh, due to a lack or due to insufficient uh, eloquence on the VHF side, <laughs> we're going to we're going to talk about RGB. Is that the thing you want to talk about RGB? I don't know. I, I can feel that Jeremy you, doesn't want to talk about RGB. Okay, you, can, you can feel that in Jeremy. <laughs> That's what's going on. You can feel that your your own suggestion that you're now getting confronted with, you you can feel that Jeremy doesn't want oh, to. Oh, I, I, I just, it was just a suggestion, doesn't mean I wanted to. I just, I just I, said. I, mean, I, I, would be, I would be really happy for you guys to talk about RGB. <laughs> Do you have any particular insights into RGB, Jeremy? Um. I haven't honestly looked at it for a year because I've kind of been in my, you know, sabbatical retirement. But like, have they improved the documentation of like what it is? No, I don't think they did. But there was a podcast episode in which it was explained for the first time in history. Uh, <laughs> and it's now like clear what it is. <laughs> yeah, it's clear because uh, is it? it was Casey, Casey from the originals thing was asking some RGB people and he asked the, the correct questions. So I I finally realized that like one thing that RGB does is you you send a thing like you make a, a commitment to something that doesn't exist but you you make make it up and then you attach that you attach that to a new TXO that exists and then whenever you're going to spend that UTXO you can create something derived from that from that hidden state and you have to attach, like if, if you create a, a state that is a token owned by someone, uh, a certain number of tokens, and then you can, when you when you spend that UTXO, you say that now these tokens are owned somewhere else. And that somewhere else can be any other UTXO that exists in Bitcoin. But it doesn't, it cannot be the UTXO you're just creating with your transaction because they don't exist before you create the transaction. Gotcha. So you turn UTXOs into accounts? Yes, yeah, basically. Yeah. Yes. But then yeah. 
that seems kind of like shitty because like if you yes. spend from one well there's another transaction in flight that's sending to you then you would like lose oh they talked yes, about that exactly yeah they talked about that yeah it's so, kind of uh, shitty so then that it's was the my idea point. that like you create your utxo as your account and then like you like don't use it you just have it sitting there for a long time uh yeah, you well, have to use it only once you can only use it once uh so it's kind of shitty and then you create a new UTXO and then UTXO doesn't have anything and if someone is going to receive that token from you they already have to have a UTXO so it's it's shitty in many ways I thought the UTXOs that you created were, were the ones that would inherit the state but you you uh, can't before. stack them right you can you can stack you can stack endless things well, as long as you keep account of them onto yeah, yeah. one particular UTXO and then you just roll over the the state for update the state for all of them or not or keep them the same whatever yeah. on the new UTXO. So it scales yeah, in that direction. Can. That's nice. Um, so so to to give then I think some introduction so maybe our listeners also sort of follow. I think one way to understand what's going on here is that the whole point of it is that you want to create uh, let's say a document or a declaration or a thing right um, that can exist on its own. And that's a nice idea, but you know, you, you need context for uh, in order to interpret data. So, what we do here is in order to make sure that the the thing is at least uh, as standalone as possible. Let's say um, is it <clears throat> and the point of that doing that is that you can interpret it yourself, right? You don't de depend or rely on anybody else to uh, to interpret this document or declaration or thing you have in front of you. Uh, is to well include some history to the thing uh, and some signatures and and stuff and tie all the state changes that happen uh, within the thing or the declaration uh, or the whatever it's going on you you tie those to Bitcoin and that that's how you ensure that there are these unique uh, and the steps that they happen uh, haven't actually occurred etc um, so I guess that's that's where your double spend protection comes from uh, in terms of state changes occurring within whatever it is you're doing and um, yeah so I guess I don't hope that helps or it doesn't <laughs> I'm honestly more confused than yeah I, w I was starting to get <laughs> more confused I, I thought I had like a clear path and then halfway I was like fuck I, I dug myself into a hole I'm not sure I can get out of here um, yeah. I don't think well, that's necessarily your fault yeah. Well, no. Like, so I, I think it will help for some people. So the whole, others. because they have these these buzzwords, right? Client side, side validation or verification, whatever. Um, uh, that's one of those buzzwords, and the interesting thing is, like, yeah, it's also how Bitcoin works, so it shouldn't be really hard to understand. Um, so yeah, I'm not sure if the mm. the. If it's all that helpful, if, if that's a helpful angle to to understand what's going on there, I think it's I think it's unhelpful. But let's assume everybody knows what our GP is, and then proceed with some commentary about it, or not commentary. Let's move to the next topic. <laughs> well, if they want to understand, they can listen to the the Hell Money podcast episode on it, and then suf suffer the the. Uh, the frustrations of the explanations by the woman on the, <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> it's like they're explaining I something. She's not like trying to explain anything, right? 
She's just making commentaries about the astrological signs of people. Yeah, and I want. I uh, no, I want. I want to change back to something else. Like no, they're okay anyway. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> well, what what else can we uh, can we talk about? I listened to. Uh, you, d you didn't prepare for anything. I sort of prepared. Well, did you prepare other than the RGB thing? No. Uh, no. Okay, that's that's fair. I listened to the the Connect the World episode about the um, Curacao. Not about Curacao. There was an episode about Curacao. I thought it was with you. Really? It isn't with you? Maybe. There's what? an episode about Curacao. Uh, no, it wasn't. With and you. then I said, "Oh, finally, Constant was went to this podcast." No, I went. I already, I already went to it. I really? Was, yeah, I was in one of the first ones. Oh, the first ones I didn't listen. Okay, so what what episode did you listen to? I don't know. No, wait. Know. I wanna what, one one human interest question. I I don't have that much particular human interest, uh, especially like for subhumans. But uh, Jeremy, what what is uh, what what new rabbit hole did you find in the the past year, if if any? Um, I've just been vibing, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no no groundbreaking breaking uh stuff um you're not pushing any boundaries more like math um i have done a little started doing a little bit of research on like thinking about like ai stuff just wanting to i mean i feel like sometimes people say like oh i'm doing ai stuff and they mean like i'm like stitching together some apis but like i wanted to like learn how it's working <laughs> um or or not working so i did a little bit of that um I, um, I don't know. I mean, I'm not retired, so, you know, it's not like, oh, you know, hit the bull market and I'm out of life, but, um, I haven't really felt, uh, like there's anything for me to do in particular in the Bitcoin community. Like, I feel like I said my piece and it's like, there's not really much more for me to participate. I see. Like what? What would you like if you were me in this moment? Like, do you think that there's like, do you think that like anybody needs to hear anything else from me? Mm -hmm. Well, there is this one question that I can't can, 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 <laughs> <laughs> that I can't seem to remember. After that, after that, you can go. <laughs> but after that, stop. you can. You can go. So yeah. that's it. That's 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 why I'm here. I was like all hyped up. I'm like I'm here to answer the question. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. It was a remark that keys should be, should remain keys. That they're yeah, anyway. That that keys should remain keys. Or sorry, signatures should remain signatures. And I that they're that. tweaking the signature in the stuff that we're uh, stuff that you're talking about is that they're tweaking the signature, and you're said you're not a fan because you 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 think. Signatures remain just signatures of signing off on any particular state instead of doing fancy stuff on the signature side. Oh, um, yeah, I mean, I guess I kind of know what you're talking about. Um, I think part of it is that um, there's like uh, there's like a lot of ways of like hacking signatures and uh, like blowing them up 
for like Cat and Schnorr tricks or for like Russell O'Connor style covenants. Right. And I think um, for a lot of those things, you end up having these like phantom hidden signatures that you need to like construct somewhere. And it's kind of stupid because they're not really signatures because they're just sort of like a mathematical trick to getting the hash of a transaction on the stack. So I don't really know if that is the best approach versus just like not letting signatures get weird. And is it so so that's just it's a it's like a complexity argument or Yeah, I think I think that that's more just like software complexity. Um right. and uh you know if you're introducing some changes anyways like it's not really worth it to do it in like a weird roundabout way which i think was uh maybe the context was like in like apo versus uh ctv is that uh it it, it seems like it's like a trivial point but it ends up being important when you think about something like uh dlcs because if you're trying to do like high performance dlcs using ctv a big part of the benefit of doing ctv is that it's really cheap to compute. And then if you have to like grind out some signature and do an elliptic curve operation per branch, then it's not gonna be like really high performance because now you have to do like much more complicated operations. Uh, so I, I forget like what the speed is, but like an elliptic curve point computation is like a thousand times slower than a hash. So if you're able to like eke out like really good performance for like DLCs, using CTV and you get it to be like you can settle one in like a couple seconds then if you're a thousand times worse than that now you're back at minutes and that's like probably not fast enough for like a lightning channel right so I think it makes sense to like not force people to do things through like an overcomplicated way um, does that mean you're also against like I don't know. Does that mean you're also against, against the um, PTOC thing against an HTOC that is specific like you just hash this thing and then a PTOC for lightning for example they you shove something inside the signature and then the other party can take that something from the inside inside with uh, making another signature or something I forgot um, I'm not really like so opposed to that. I think that that's that's maybe more okay. Um, I don't really know enough about how PTLCs work to like explicitly comment, but um, I think some of that stuff like I don't know. Like I think that when you start like going like deep into like the crypto primitives, um, it can be a little bit subtle, and then also it doesn't necessarily compose that well. So an example of that would be, I don't know the answer to this, but like, do PTLCs work with music? I think they do, but yeah, I don't know either. Cause it's like at the point where you're like, well, like, do you need to have like knowledge of the key and knowledge of the nonce in order to do it? Or can it be done in like a multi-party computation way? Like how is the signature being tweaked? And like, yes, maybe you could do it with like a more sophisticated MPC for the music, but it's not like, it's not necessarily something that like cleanly composes and by cleanly composes, I mean like you can't necessarily just like do it, but I, I don't, I'm speaking a little bit out of pocket because I don't actually know the answer to that, but I think that that's sort of the issue when you don't 
treat signatures as kind of like a blind box. Mm, I see. And the point of like having primitives that do exactly what you want them to do is that you can a little bit more concretely treat them as a blind box. Yeah. I see. Oh, I think the APO, um, the using, using APO as a pseudo CTV thing, I think no one really was advocating for that, right? It was maybe some fringe comments. I know I made one something somehow. <laughs> yeah, some I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think people, people are advocating it, but people also don't really know about it. So I think it's an issue with Bitcoin is that because things move so slowly, you don't really accumulate like tribal shared knowledge. People forget like everything that's been discussed because like all these conversations happened like three years ago. And now like if you show up and you're like, oh, let me do it. Like there's not like any resource where you go and like learn all the things that have been discussed for the last four years. You kind of just get a little bit like lost and then you have to like reinvent or refigure things out from scratch right now. And a lot of the stuff like um, I was speaking with one of the developers um, of you know, another proposal about, and I think that this is like public because it's on Twitter, but it's about like, what radix do you use when you expand a tree for like a congestion control use case? And they thought that like, it was either you want to, to be like everyone or you want to be two, because like that kind of makes sense that that would be optimal for individuals to like withdraw on two. But I published like work on demonstrating why you want to expand at radix like four or five years ago but then that knowledge doesn't really transfer or accumulate because it's like you know there's not uh you know there's not the transfer of material and there's not enough people in the community on any one of these topics that like people mm -hmm. don't really understand and it happens with like the mempool as well where like the number of people who actually understand how the mempool works is like pretty like thin and there's a lot of knowledge on like issues of types of things you can do with a mempool that just like doesn't get carried from generation to generation in generation i'm talking about like generation of developers which is like every couple of years right have you have you ever been to bit devs? to what bit devs yeah yeah i have these things that get do not get talked about in podcasts these mempool things you're talking about i have no idea what they are or this radix thing for expanding stuff I never even heard of that, of the, yeah. that discussion. But that makes sense because you're not going to make it. No. <laughs> I'm not. Well, there, there's like a there's like a Bitcoin uh, search engine somewhere, I think. Mm, that's uh, cool. Like like blockstream.info. No, 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 not 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 a. Uh, uh, I don't. I mean, it's a search engine for uh, just stuff about Bitcoin, written about Bitcoin. I don't. I don't mean a block explorer. The um, and yeah. Well, a lot of this. I is it. Where where is this stuff? I mean, there is. There's like presentations. Um, there is. I mean, if you go to bit devs, there there are these types of discussions. I guess they're in mailing yeah. list. I mean, I I tried to like for CTV. I really tried to like index all the information that I have. But I think something that makes me feel really discouraged is that, like, when you try and publish information, if there's any, like, inaccuracy or the information isn't, like, quite good enough, people get, like, really mad at you about that. And then it's just, I don't really feel like doing it if that's going to be the vibe. Like, it's not a good vibe. 
Yeah, I see. I like the I like the site. Uh, what's the, the URL? Is it UTXOs or something? Yeah. What, so like on uh, right on on UTXOs.org, there's like if you click more resources, like I have a big listing of like all the different relevant links that I could come up with. Um, but like I'm obviously missing stuff. But then, like, here, an example of something that, like, people get really, like, mad about is, like, there's another page on the website, which is, like, use cases. And one of them is, uh, like, uh, the drive chains one, for right. example. And, like, I didn't even write this one. It's, like, somebody made a pull request, and uh, they put it in. And I, I was I didn't really, like, closely audit if it's possible or not. I just kind of said, okay, like, you know, seems reasonable. I'll put it through. And then... Uh, it doesn't work. And then, like, years later, someone will be like, well, on the website, like, look, this is what he's pushing as the BIP. And look at all, look at how crap all these things are. None of these explanations are any good. This is, like, all he's ever done. All he's ever said is these six things are all you can do with CTV, and that's what he thinks should go. And I'm like, like, no, like, I also wrote a whole 50,000-word blog series, like, covering all these things in much more detail. Like, have you looked at that? It's like, well, you didn't link from that from that page. It's like, okay, but, like, now I'm talking about like hundreds of thousands of you know words of like content that I'm trying to manage, and it's just like it's not really winning. I kind of honestly want to just take the website down and like tell people just go like if you have the info, go find it your fucking self. I get I get like I get like self pity uh, flashbacks from uh, the the talk with Paul Paul Stork. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's like the pain of these guys they're working <laughs> trying to propose something for bitcoin just absolutely getting wrecked um yeah uh, um i don't know then, yeah, i, I, mean, I don't know jeremy it's traps of like you know did you read the blog post or something it's like no no one reads the blog post but like you know that's that's okay like i'm not mad about it it's just like i don't like when people are like you know sort of uh like they get really mad at you so I just want to like do my thing, you know. <coughs> I get it. So I at least what you, do you, you at think least about laid a you at least laid a significant egg uh, <laughs> for everybody to 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 ponder, right? And maybe it will hatch uh, someday. What, what are you gonna ask, uh, Fiji? I was going to ask about the Enigma network. If you have seen that that proposal from a guy, and I think it's a crazy pro proposal. I think the guy takes your ideas and then he just assumes they expand to completely different use cases and he doesn't explain why he just cites your your website say for example he anyway let me just ask if do you know that have you seen that yeah so i think how i could explain the enigma network um is that um basically it's not describing something technical. It's describing like an emergent behavior, if that makes sense. So no, but, yeah, it's not describing anything technical, but it's talking about very specific things that will happen. Like you can roll on a UTXO without ever touching the chain and make channels, close yeah. channels. That, that sounds completely impossible to me. And then he's, um, when I well, when I asked the guy, he didn't, he said something like he he quoted one of your one of your things in this page. There's there's something about here about lighting channels that you pre-open or something like that. And he's, the guy cited cites that. 
And then I said, okay, you can pre-open, but you can't close them and then open again and close again without ever touching the chain. And the guy says, oh, you don't understand anything. Shut up. So, <laughs> so what? Yeah, what is it? I mean, uh, I I think that um, part of the struggle is like. communicating these concepts is, is really tough and i think that there's an element of uh you know people who start to like get it and realize that it actually does create a lot more potential for how bitcoin can be used and creates a lot of new scaling opportunities and people get really excited about that um and that's like legitimate but it's kind of hard to for a lot of people to like draw like, well, like, what does the actual, like, transformation of the system look like if everybody's doing this stuff? And I think um, a similar example to this is the taproot assumption that people are going to be using, like, the, like, key spend path is that, like, it actually turns out people, like, don't really use the key spend path all the time. People do use, like, revealing because of inscriptions they use it a lot of the time they reveal a thing and then if APO happens they're also going to be revealing a lot so the whole like notion of like the key spend path being like really really popular and used all the time is still panning out we didn't really know what that would look like we just knew that there was a potential and for taproot it's maybe like not fully realized yet that people use key spend all the time and I think a similar thing is true for covenants where there's a world where everybody is really aggressively using them and we see like tremendous scaling of how much uh, like transaction capacity Bitcoin has and there's a world where it like doesn't get used at all or it gets used always in the pessimistic case and then we don't see that much scaling but I think that that's sort of like the the gist of what Polydia is trying to get to is that like if everybody really was doing this we would see a lot more scalability and I think that that's that's accurate but I, I can't really like I'm not really responsible for anybody's like means of engagement or how they like you know interact um, so I can't I can't you know, be culpable for that. But there's a lot of people who like understand CTV well enough and are really excited about what can be built with it. But I think there's not that many people who are going to like spend a year building something based on CTV without a guarantee that it's going to exist. So um, I'm not sure to where I want to take it from here. Let's if we if, if we can abstract it, do you think because you, you said like if people get it, um, this these other ways of thinking about Bitcoin, uh, especially on the, like the contract side and seeing the the what you're doing with a transaction, which is like a collection of inputs and outputs, and then the the stuff that you do with the uh, with the UTXOs, like a like a meta like I'm <clears throat> I'm what I'm asking is like, do you think there is like a new meta narrative that that's required for people to to understand or a new way to look at looking at Bitcoin uh, in order to uh, to get it for like a more broader audience. Yeah, so, so I think that that is actually what Poly D is doing is he's trying to build this meta narrative of like we're moving from Bitcoin like plain text transactions to this like Enigma network thing and CTV is the stepping stone to get there. And what that looks like is every on-chain transaction represents a lot of different things and covenants are the tool that lets us express these much richer state transitions. Um, and I think CTV isn't like, and I think that that's what people uh, maybe don't like about CTV is that like, I'm not in 
a lot of people like no one's really like claimed that like CTV is like the final step for like Bitcoin programmability. It's just mm-hmm. like a step. And we'll like once we start deploying things using CTV, we'll probably want to take other steps as well. Because we'll be like, oh, well, like this would be more efficient or we get a better API. We can get better properties if we did it this way. And so like. I would say in a sense, like a really big success of CTV would be like if it's enough functionality that people can actually start building stuff and deploying it and then realize that it's like bad and doesn't work and then deploy like 10 other things that work better for those applications, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, And it's kind of like, you know, with lightning, like you needed to get rid of malleability or you needed like lock time checking in order for it to kind of work. Actually, that's probably a better way of putting it. Like you need the lock time, you know, uh, opcodes for it to like start working, but it really didn't work that well. So then we had to do SegWit as well. And, you know, I think that there's a similar thing where we'll have CTV, people will, will start building things, they'll work, but then we'll realize like, well, if we want like the best possible version of this kind of thing, like maybe we want this other thing that's like similar, but, you know, a little bit different. I think OpVault is a good example of that where you can build, you can build vaults with CTV they're like not quite as flexible as you want. And so then op vault is like, if you think, look at the actual API, ultimately it's a, it's a minor change on top of how CTV is able to be built, but it delivers a much nicer API for end users that, you know, if you were a product focused company, you would deliver as your like V2 of the, of the vault product. Um, I mean, it, it, it just backs the obvious question. I'm not sure I want to, if I want to get into this, but, um, it's like this incremental approach is like very contrasted with the difficulty it is to get anything soft forked into Bitcoin, right? Yeah, well, well, I think part of it in part of the issue with that is it's not really clear like whose responsibility it is. And maybe we like like it that way uh, because we want this like security through obscurity of like not really knowing how things can like move forward. But I think what that leads to also is because we don't know who is responsible we also don't know who's like overstepping their bounds or role. And like, honestly, like through most of the process, I didn't really like have like any idea what I should be doing. So I was just like doing stuff and people would get angry at me. They'd be like, you motherfucker, why are you doing this? Like, you're bad, you're attacking, fuck you, fuck your family, I'm gonna kill you. And like, I'd be like, okay, whoa, like, you know, I didn't see that there's like a guide for like what is supposed to happen. Um, so well, you know, like, because, stop like cursing well, the, my ancestors and like, you know, I don't know, like what, what should happen? What is ideal? And then they'd say like, oh, well, like this thing is ideal. This is what you should be doing. And I'd like try that. And then like, th- you know, somebody else would say like, no, fuck you. Now you're doing this and this is bad. And I don't like it. And it's like, okay, well I can't really please everyone. But, I'm just a dev. Jeremy, like, I can just write Jeremy, code. That's Jeremy, all I can do. <laughs> Jeremy, <laughs> Jeremy. I don't want to. I want. I don't want to self pity rehash from the Paul episode. But the, I. The thing I. I would say is like, um, it's like Bitcoin is like the demon. It requires like sacrifices, so it so it piles up bodies, and you, you're just an only body on the pile. Uh, it. Yeah, it, it should. I think it shouldn't it, be like that. It shouldn't be like I, that. It should. Yeah. Well, no, I, 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 I don't know. It's like an is odd. I don't know. I think, I, that's, I, I think I that's fine, but then people ask, no, like, what are you doing? Why are you working on Bitcoin? It's like, I'm just vibing. Like, I'm not trying to, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not trying to sacrifice the demon pile. I'm not throwing my children <laughs> all up. Like, I, you know, like, just let me vibe. You know, I took a vacation. I feel pretty good. Uh, you guys have fun with, like, you know, your time to put yourself on the pile. Like, I don't, I don't right. really want to be involved. All right. No, I get that. But the, I'm, I'm just not, like, 
it's, you can you can go the is odd thing, but I I just don't necessarily see it see a way. Maybe because the problem is is like you, the way you could do it is like institutionalize it, but you know that's you can't. That's like sort of forbidden. You can you can. Yeah, no, can, I think I I wouldn't recommend institutionalizing Bitcoin. Right. I might institutionalize myself for whatever working on Bitcoin. Right. Right. That's a, that that's an option. Yeah. And you know you you have a, um, I guess you have a bunch of them. Uh, like chain code labs and stuff. No, it's uh, I guess it's too much of an English language pun. Like institutionalized means like put yourself into a crazy helm. Ah, oh, say sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so I'm not, I'm not, I, I get it, but the uh, I'm not sure if it's gonna if it's gonna change or it's different. Plus, I'm not sure you. Uh, it's a game of expectations. Like what are what are the expectations of the egg? Right, you you you've laid the egg. Yeah, the egg's well, out there. Well, it, the egg needs the whole point of the egg is that it, it needs like nurturing, and you've been bullied off the egg. Um, uh, but the egg's yeah, still I out think, there. Yeah, I think that's that's a good way of putting it. Like with this, like egg is like eggs need to be like incubated. They need to be kept warm. Yeah. And um, I think that that is kind of like I, it's not really for me like so much about like like pity like woe is me like I don't really <laughs> care. It's more that like. I don't really know what the Bitcoin community wants because if the Bitcoin community, you know, if it can be thought of as a collective in some way, like if there is a desire for Bitcoin to do something, then what does the Bitcoin community have to do in order to incentivize people to want to incubate these eggs? Yes. And I think that the issue is more that there seems to be people wanting Bitcoin to scale and Bitcoin wanting to... Uh, you know, kind of retain its decentralization, but there doesn't seem to be the corresponding behavior that would incentivize people to do that work. Be well, um, the, I'm not. I'm not sure to what extent that's true. Like, I mean, uh, so two things. So the first one is like, what do what what does the Bitcoin community want? Well, what they uh, what they perhaps should hear is like, they don't want to they don't want to listen to anybody complaining, right? Because people don't generally don't want to listen to that. The thing here is like I do think to some extent people need to need to hear the complaint in order to understand of like we're, we're throwing bodies on the pile for the demon right that's what, that's basically what's happening here um, so and but to to your point of uh, like creating an atmosphere where that is more productive uh, etc I mean that you can find there there are spaces for this right. I mean that you you now have open sets that pay that pays the wages for, of developers there. You can go to when you go to a bit devs meeting, uh, nobody's gonna threaten to kill you, right? <laughs> when you go there, um, so it's very difficult if you're if you're relating to the the abyss called the internet, right? Because if you, if you if you if you start to relate to the abyss called the internet, yeah, th there there's like a black hole of 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 gall in there where if you, you can stare into. Uh, and and it's and it's harsh, and I'm not saying like it is still there. I'm not denying that, um, but on the other hand, it's like, are there is conducive the right word um, for for things to flourish like eggs to hatch? Um, I think that's that's still there. But the problem with the whole soft fork thing is that you, <coughs> in some sense, you are relating to the to the to the abyss of the like the internet. The whole the whole thing the whole network uh, when when a soft fork is involved 
And yeah, you you can't you can't just like pick a group of people who are nice to you. You have to engage with people who right who right. have other views. And I think part of the resourcing issue is that I, I'm actually okay with like people being really like tough and antagonistic and holding things to a high bar. I think that that's good. It's just that I don't think it, uh, systemically like. And it's not just like incentivizing, it's like resourcing people to actually get what they want. So like an example is people say like, oh, well, like we want to see like, uh, like fully functional, like, you know, uh, product, you know, consumer grade applications for everything that like a software claims. We want to see something that like you can really use and play with and like looks like software that was made in Silicon Valley. And it's like, okay, like if that's what you want, you like, you know, you realize that they spend a lot of money to like make that and it's not just going to like manifest without that. And I think, you know, the sort of corollary is like, oh, well, like Satoshi launched Bitcoin uh, without that kind of support. Maybe, you know, we don't really know what support Satoshi had to launch Bitcoin. But if you look at like the Bitcoin original launch, like it was a piece of shit. It wasn't like it wasn't actually really that. But Jeremy, good this at, is like a stupid argument. Software. But like this is like a stupid shower argument, right? By which I mean it's like like the 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 frustration you have regurgitating the the stuff you you found where uh, when you when you're under the shower and you're like arguing because <laughs> the the nobody it well, there's no point in putting there's no point in putting energy or effort into uh, into someone coming up with the argument so you need like pristine software. I mean you're 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 making a hyperbole of it. I I I get it, but. Um, What's your point, Constantine? Uh, I, mean, I don't get it. Yeah, I, I I understand what you're trying to say. Like, and I guess what I would say back is that like, this isn't really about me. I don't really give a shit. I'm not working on it anymore. Other people can work on it. I'm that's just saying, true. like, if you're gonna work on it, that's what you're gonna experience. Right, right, right. Well, this this is the bar, which is very weird. Like, AG Towns is pushing for this. Like, oh, we have CTV on the on Signet today, and no one is making any usable app. And that means no one wants CTV and you should activate it, which, which is completely absurd because this was never the criteria for activating any software. And no one is going to spend a ton of time making an app. Like y you could have had this for Segwit or, or Taproot because everybody knew these softworks would be activated because they came from the from the people that control Bitcoin. But you, you if you if you have very no expect very small expectation that it will happen for CTV. Then you want uh, you want to do it, and then it becomes a self self fulfilled prophecy, or like self fulfilled something that when when people already expect the thing to be activated, they will go there and work on it, and then it will be activated, and then the other people will say, "Oh, see, because you worked on this, it got activated." And but even then, this was not the case for Taproot, and even Agitals admitted that it wasn't and that he said oh if i could go back in time i would not support taproot activation without having a lot of stuff built already for it and still today no one has built anything for taproot the first thing that someone is trying to build is btvm and even music wasn't ready when when taproot got activated i think they had a music v1 that was broken are, or something. are there are there any um known uh, music transactions on mainnet I think this. I think someone did some uh, <laughs> as, as test. Uh, L and D. I think L and D has 
ship it music support, but it's not the default or anything. Yeah, so. I, I mean, I, it's one of those things where you know you can't really measure it, but I guess uh, if LND has it, like, will like two channel peers who are both running LND like run over music now? Uh, I think I, they're, they're working on that, uh, but I think that part of like making a channel with music, it's not it's, it, it would be a LND specific thing, and it's not released. I think, but you can do on chain transactions with music. I yeah. I don't know exactly how. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think um, I, I I think that like it's it's weird because I'm very sympathetic to AJ's point of view. Um, and I think that this is sort of relating back to what I'm saying is just like we just don't have the type of ecosystem that produces artifacts like that in anticipation of experimental features. And so like even like years after Taproot is actually available, we still don't have that much stuff using it ready to go. So I think it's just like I think people are basically just kind of like in mourning over like the Bitcoin community's like inability to like really like ship stuff. Um, a question in, in in regards to expectation management, I or, or expect what 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 are reasonable expectations here, and and where uh, based off what do you measure uh, it? I like in terms of time frames, what what can you expect? Because you, you're, I mean you're you're kind of judging uh, the pro let's say the progress bar. Um, but based on what are you judging and what what should it be uh, do you think I'm because I, I really wonder because personally I don't know as I don't know what's fast what's slow it seems very complex uh, it, it's like it seems like a very complex endeavor um, in terms of like constructing this this Bitcoin pyramid right um, what I if is there nothing interesting to build on Bitcoin Okay, but I don't believe I don't necessarily believe that. But I think what is n required or necessary is like a a mental model for Bitcoin. So, I I think the problem is that um, Bitcoin is a a commons, and we want Bitcoin to remain a commons. And things that get investment are things that have like some sort of expected ROI for the people who are funding it. Uh, and that is like counter to Bitcoin being some kind of like commons. And when you launch open source software, most of the time, if it's profitable, you're nerfing it somehow. Um, and so I think that that leads to a dynamic where they're just like for a lot of these like progress oriented or like interesting things. Uh, the interesting thing is to like scale Bitcoin so billions of people could use it as a reserve currency outside of the like fiat money system. But if the way that that gets built is a way that's like deeply profitable for third party actors, it's not necessarily much better if everybody's losing money all the time to like third party middlemen than uh, like the traditional finance system. So I think that that's sort of like where there's like this this issue manifests is that you can do a lot of progress on things that are like bad for Bitcoin because they're things that extract rents, but for things that are like purely like commons goods, it's like pretty hard to like fund that development. So I think um, th that ends up being, you know, like an issue, like, like a vault is like vaults should be just something that's like de facto Bitcoin core 
gives you options on how to like vault your money and unvault it so you can be your own bank. And there should be no third party middlemen you have to interact with. But that's not profitable compared to uh, like, you know, a custodian that has, you know, fancy features that you pay for every month. And so I think that those are things that get funded versus like, hey, let's throw a lot of money to just like making something good and free for everyone. And those things require, you know, individuals or groups of people who make like very big sacrifices to get there. The issue is that with the level of software quality that's expected for, um, you know, supporting billions of dollars uh, of, you know, transaction load, it's pretty difficult for like solo underfunded devs to produce that. Um, even like solo well-funded devs, you, you really need like a, you know, a larger team to do the like testing and QA required. And so far in Bitcoin, the only thing that's like that is really like Bitcoin core. Um, but things like Lightning, for example, like have like pretty well-funded like venture things and Lightning is pretty centralizing in that like it's a, you know, competitive, you know, capital market. And you end up with these like LSPs as being kind of the only way that it actually works in practice. Right. Um, shit, I forgot what I wanted to. <laughs> I, I, I got to go in a few minutes. So do you have any last uh, remarks or anything? Uh, oh, yes, I, I, I remember. Uh, well, one question is like, so do, do you think it's uh, for the most part a money problem? Are there, are there like are there like all these devs chomping at the bit uh, to to start doing something, but there's just not not enough money to for them to do it? Or is um, it is it like is it definitely a money problem because what you said you you need when you need to make or want to deliver like a serious product you you need like a certain scale in order to get to that level, uh, and for that you at least need money. Yeah, I think that there's an element of it, which is a which is a money problem. Um, I think it's also like a community scaling issue. So a, as an example, like in my experience, which I don't want to be a pity party, but um, I'll just give this as an example. Actually, I can give another example. So like the ARC team is like doing like interesting stuff. Like ARC seems kind of cool. Would you guys agree with that? Uh, cool, sure. but yes. <laughs> um, and now like one of the main devs of Arc is like spending all his time working on a new covenant primitive because it, like you know they feel and you know we're still kind of talking about this if this is actually true that like CTV doesn't like perfectly you know like help Arc and they can kind of like you know maybe get something better and also CTV failed to get consensus before so like maybe they need to try something that's like different than what CTV is for a number of reasons now instead of them being able to say hey you know we're working on arc we're really focused on this scaling use case we're going to build the software they're building a feature into bitcoin core and getting all their time sucked into that and then once they build that feature they say okay now can we get it activated the community will turn around and say well hey like where's that arc wallet that we can use and they'll say like well we just spent the last like two years <laughs> working on the primitive to make it so that we could build it well, well i don't see anyone actually using this thing in reality why isn't it working on a signet and they'll be like well we're just like two devs working on this and so i think that that's sort of where like it's just like what there's some sort of deadlock and part of it would be maybe instead of them working on the new covenant primitive they should just say hey we threw you know three million dollars into like an organization and that organization is going to come back in a year with like a better covenant primitive we're just going to focus on our wallet like that might be a better way for things to work 
But isn't isn't like the 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 then the only way we can get out of this conundrum is to like wait for simplicity? Yeah, let's yeah. Wait. I think let's just I think we should just wait, wait for simplicity, and then everybody who's alive today will be dead. Right. So <laughs> that that will certainly solve it for us. All right. That's what R Ruben is doing now, Jeremy. <laughs> he's waiting. He's waiting for simplicity. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's like he's out. I haven't. Yeah, I haven't. Seen I mean him you. I mean you, Jeremy Ruben. You're ready for something. Me? That's what I'm doing. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant yeah, Ruben Thompson. <laughs> you're vi vibing, waiting till... Uh... I mean... I don't know. I, like, I think simplicity is cool tech, but like, I think by the time it is uh, you know, coming out, it'll be very interesting to see like, if once people actually understand what it is, if it can even get consensus. Like, in a few years from now, Bitcoin will have ossified even further, and like, people may not want to just like, take a big all-at-once technical change. So. Right, but what if, what if, but, but here, but yeah, here I think it's like never, the, the, never, ever. no, but this never. is the point of the, the, the meta narrative or like the, the, yeah, the, just the narrative around Bitcoin is like how you engage, how you engage it, how you think about it is if it's like the long expected thing, then it will, because everybody's waiting for this and, and anticipating uh, this big bang of Bitcoin being done, quote but unquote. But it, it won't be the long expected thing because no one will take the time to understand it since it's not anyway in year so it's a waste of time to try to understand it and expect for it okay well perhaps we're not going to solve bitcoin uh or save bitcoin in this podcast <laughs> yeah. um jeremy i, mean, I want to thank you would, uh, yeah go ahead yeah i would just close by saying and recommending that everybody just like vibe like i don't know like the <laughs> the thing is like sailor's gonna, gonna pump gonna, like, your succeed. bags it's all gonna be fine we got the etf coming <laughs> yeah, it's going to succeed or it's going to fail. And like, maybe we'll get, like, it probably doesn't even matter what kind of covenant we get if we ever get one. Like, they'll probably all like be good enough. But I think people like, you know, are like way over indexed on like how important it is uh, when it's just like, it's kind of like, I don't know, like people try and if code Bitcoin, like communists try to run Russia. Like, I, I don't know, it's, it's this like whole centrally planned thing. Like, it's just beyond human capacity. So I, I, you know, I would love to be perfect and I would love for other people to be perfect, but like, you know, lower your expectations and vibe a little bit. We're going to do it like, and people will do as good as they can do. Well, I guess that's the, that's the message from the, from the beaten corpse, uh, on the, <laughs> on the pile of the devil to all the young dogs who are <laughs> chomping at the bit to work on Bitcoin, go ahead and throw yourself on the pile with enthusiasm. Because that's the only way we're going to get forward. We need fresh bodies on the pile. Uh, <laughs> All right, thank you. Uh, and uh, good luck uh, vibing. Later, I'm going to play some tennis. See ya. Bye-bye. What is he going to play? Tennis. Oh, tennis. Okay. Yeah. Well, we should have a podcast about tennis and Bitcoin. <laughs> maybe that's the, maybe that's the next next big niche. <laughs> we already we, we we mined out the the StarCraft Bitcoin niche. Now we need to move on to the nice. next one. It's going to be tennis. <laughs> or maybe forestry. Maybe we can do forestry and uh um forestry uh, and Bitcoin. Yeah, cuz I cuz the I got in my forest I got two oaks that fell down and one is now uh, hanging in another tree, so I have to get it out. Um, Amazing! How how are you going to do that? So um, a big big thing, 
is gonna pull it out. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not you, Red. It's a big thing. I thought it was going to be you. you would go no, there, no. The, these trees are it. too big for it. No, this is too big. Do you have pictures? Can you I put do the have pictures, pictures on the on the show notes. Oh, are we to gonna? No, we're gonna on YouTube. I gotta make a slideshow. Okay. You know, you know, Maybe you, you, you shouldn't that. be recommending people to watch stuff on YouTube. It's a centralized platform. That's it's true. It's going to eat your souls if you use YouTube. Use you use your use your podcast app. Oh, but technically, we could use like the podcasting 2.0 things and have like no, this, this pictures there. No, but there's <laughs> no. It's just too much effort. <laughs> I, I, because you have never used the podcast app, you can you don't know that you can have actual text content there and images sometimes right like right right uh, like in a next uh, attached to your audio let's see if I can uh, oh uh, wait that's not what I wanted to do well okay whatever so here's a picture uh, no it's pretty big so uh no i it i, looks I, small. I oh yeah sure um no i spent like the week finding figuring out it's like i need a chainsaw and what uh, what other stuff do i need and uh, you can just so get yeah. it off your chainsaw yourself no so i'm uh, hopefully the wood is good because they were they were already dead um but i don't so i don't know what, what the quality of the wood inside of the, of the actual tree is but if the well, it's actually good. I'm gonna see if I can get into a uh, sawmill, and mm. uh, or is it, is it a mill? Um, but then, like, sawmill. yeah, yeah, get it, uh, get it chopped up, and my brother is planning to make masts out of them, out <laughs> of the wood. Okay, and maybe sell the rest. I don't know. And then there is like a whole bunch of firewood. Well, so. bit it's it's bigger than I thought because it looks small in the picture doesn't look like there's a lot of food there uh, there well pictures are uh, always difficult in regards yeah, to yeah, that right I, I, yeah like so we, we already take another picture but with you there climbing it and then I know the, the actual size because <laughs> assuming you have the size of a normal human being uh, or, or I should put a banana next to it I guess that works <laughs> Assuming the banana is the size of a normal banana. Uh, okay, so let's move to the next pictures. topic. We're still recording, you know. Yes, we. I mean, we're 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 sitting. We're not doing the topic uh, topic thing. We're not being top topical. No, no, no. Now you're going to talk about other Bitcoin stuff. Are we? Yes. Or you want to talk okay. about Oaks? Um. Uh, yeah, we can talk about oaks. They're nice trees. I like oaks. Do you have oaks in uh, Brazil? I don't think we do. Uh, maybe, maybe some imported oaks, but they're not common. So it was um, so it was a bit unexpected that we we got here because we we were about to record. And yeah. then he just popped in. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you have uh, to keep people in the Telegram chat. 
right? Because one day, eventually, they will pop in. So may maybe maybe Gigi will will come in now. Yeah, we should put more people in the chat. Like we put all the <laughs> high-profile Bitcoiners in the chat, and then if they don't leave immediately and report the group as a spam group to to Telegram, maybe someday they will join the, join the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Gigi will join right now, right? <laughs> right, yeah, I mean, we can try. We should, we should record we this live. Go ahead. If you record this live, I think that would have some audience, and then the audience. Right, we, this is the this is the pre pre Christmas live show. Welcome every welcome everybody <laughs> to pre Christmas <laughs> hashed live show podcast. Yeah, after back, one hour back, recording, you 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 saying welcome people. That's how <laughs> out of topics we, we are. No, you have to, you have to. If they if they fell asleep, now they're awake again. They're what, just what thinking they're listening to another episode. <laughs> what did I? Pre oh, it was um was like a messaging protocol over Lightning. Oh shit! Somebody worked on. Where is it? That, that's completely bullshit. Is it though? I mean, if 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 like okay, let's let's continue where we are. Uh, if the whole point is that you we're going to create or increase complexity and uh, require coordination uh, among users and that kind of stuff, right? In order to um, handle all these complex UTXOs and transactions and state changes going on. Um, then perhaps having like the communication channel via Lightning, if you are like a, a full participating node anyway, um, that you have like it's like a sure way to reach the exact person that you want to reach. Yeah, if you understand what I'm saying. Right? No. Where you have these. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm. I'm, please, I'm please not sure. I'm, I was, please try again. I was just. I was just trying to steal, man. The. <laughs> the <laughs> but thing. what is the proposal? I don't even know. I have to. Your your memory it's is not good it, today. <laughs> yes, it's so it's so well prepped. <laughs> that I just can't uh, can't remember now. You should you should have sent a link. That's what you do. You send a link to the chat. Yes, you're so right, Mr. Fiatja. Because I also now remember where I found the um, presentation, where I got the question from. I wanted to ask for Jeremy, because the way I found it earlier was via utxos.org and the resources page, and then there is, he has a pr bunch of presentations there. And I think it's like this scaling Bitcoin Tel Aviv video. And yes, it's actually that one. So, so you remember um, the question now that Ruby Jeremy left? Yes. yes. What yes was the but question? we discussed it. So we that thing about don't. the signatures not being signatures. Yes, hmm. that was it. I thought it was interesting. Um, so yeah. I guess we're not getting a uh, getting a getting a GG. Do you do you have a um, an emotional attachment to the trees that were cut? The ones in my in my town here. Yes, yes, I did some emotional att attachment. Like I like them. I don't know why the government likes to cut all the trees. Were they becoming dangerous or? I don't think so. There was did a tree they need that to make fell. Space? There was a tree that that fell during a storm and when that happens they always cut some trees 
at least that's my perceived uh, pattern for their actions. I don't understand. No, it's uh, it's I don't, I don't know. I guess it's hard to because uh, you may, maybe the trees is maybe the trees sick, so it just needed to be cut down. Maybe they want to make space. I preferably they they keep trees. Um, there is a uh, it's actually a monumental oak. Yeah, I, I look at all your pictures and they still do not. <laughs> it still doesn't look very big, but. No, it's not extremely huge. I have, I have, I have bigger oaks there. That's true. I, I do it, but it's still, it's not, it's, it's far too big to manipulate with your hands, right? Or not with like a tractor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, you, if you cut it in small chops, <laughs> and then you walk <laughs> with them. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm gonna have to do that for a lot of it, so. Uh, I'm afraid. So, since you're, you're not going to, to send the peer-to-peer -peer messaging pro protocol thing over Lightning, I'm going to send you this link to this ETXO, no, this transaction, this Bitcoin transaction. And Can for me to figure out what's going on with it? No, no, I just wanted you to open it and I'll talk about it. Because it's an amazing thing that happened. And I think that it has happened many times, but this is the one I have. And what's happening here is this is a HTLC from a Lightning channel, and it's valued at eighty-two thousand satoshis. And then it was claimed after the channel was closed. By the way, this channel costed like it. It, it was a channel with a total of one million satoshis in it, and it costed in fees to be redeemed <laughs> it costed nine hundred thousand satoshis and this htlc costed uh 141 000 satoshis but the value of the htlc was 82 <laughs> right am i am i seeing yes. this right no, and then you, you had correct. to you had to bring another input to redeem the <laughs> this is so ridiculous <laughs> yeah yeah I'm, I'm seeing a much more a lot of people coming out against lightning in the recent days because of their high fees i guess and well yeah <coughs> because it it does it does directly influence what's going on right but then i'm i'm wondering to what extent is like lightning being used not so much on exchanges, but between exchanges. Is that a thing? Are exchange are there like channels between exchanges? Are you? Is there any reason for them to do so? To make it like very seamless to hop from one exchange to another? Uh, it's it's probably very seamless, even if they don't have a direct channel, because they they probably have like two hops. Uh, or right, one do hop, they? In, as you would say. But I don't know why people would move Bitcoin from one exchange to the other. Exchange. Oh, I, I looked that know. up. I looked up the hub thing. And you're right, and or am I right? Sh shit, I can't remember if I was right. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, that's but the, I did look it up. I think I was right. I think I was right. But I did look it up. I, I, uh, I mentioned your approach to Hempus. 
the Blix yeah. wallet guy, and he said you're yeah. crazy. Like, and so that's two against one for now. I see. <laughs> I see. Well, the well, the Tejdrajer, uh, Tejdrajer yeah. said that he his vision for lightning in the beginning was that age exchanges would have changes between them. Right. And it would it wouldn't be a consumer thing, I guess. And right. we we will end up there, I guess. Now Stacker so News Stacker News is something I just saw a news piece here. Stacker News is freezing its custodial wallet or something like that. Like all the custodians are the lightning custodians they are doing they're going yeah that's also interesting so maybe maybe the there is it's an end of an era for for lightning um if fees remain like this for a bit maybe not this i don't know right if fees remain high then maybe okay. the lightning thing uh yeah it's gonna change yeah but i was saying that there's an attack both from the fee side and from the regulatory side uh, whatever right yeah but I, right. I was listening to a part of that optech newsletter podcast twitter spaces thing mm -hmm. and they had the tbast bust from eclair and they were talking about yet another lightning issue completely unsolvable related to do when the channels i didn't understand the issue but yeah another another problem they have but <laughs> and he, he was explaining the possibilities of uh, how to address this problem better and in the middle of his explanation he mentioned that oh the LSPs must prepare for when the mempool is empty so they can open channels or something like that and then that he just assumes the mempool will be empty and I think that's the right. fatal flaw like uh, right. there, there's these people though I can't wait because I, I, I just want to send one sat per byte sat, sat transactions and I can't wait I don't I don't care I will wait but what if it never goes to that level right <laughs> so then you can wait forever yeah <laughs> but that's also that's also the whole thing with the the fees it, it changes how you interact with the system because you can get into a situation where you're not gonna get in right yeah uh, if you're if you're just not willing to pay for it, um, <coughs> there's so much, only so much capacity. There are a whole bunch of UTXOs that could potentially be spent in in the block. So, uh, yeah, it's. Um, I think that's also going to be a shock for for people, because, and the thing is, I I, I try to incorporate. <coughs> I was trying to inco incorporate this. Uh, some. Uh, like being conscious of your of the size of your UTXOs, um, because you know it is important, <laughs> right? Uh, if if you have like a bunch of uh, small UTXOs, if, if the fees rise, it's gonna be nasty. And uh, but that's also very difficult to explain to somebody who's uh, just starting with Bitcoin, right? If you're gonna be like, yeah. oh yeah, just make sure that you know when you do a transaction, the size at least <laughs> is because uh, yeah. you know later maybe it starts to get expensive, and then you're at least sure that you have enough. Um, and then they're like, okay, what? Then you you're almost forced to explain a whole bunch of other stuff as well. 
because they you, you cannot just assume that they can just go about their business and do a transaction um, because if you just if you're just clicking next 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 right now in your wallet you're gonna pay a lot of money I think yeah fees are the high wallets, right now. wallets were made by designers and UX people <laughs> yeah, they don't they don't yes. care yeah I just want a thing that is beautiful it has small like just one button or whatever yeah, can, you, can you imagine paying like more than three three hundred and fifty three hundred eighty V bytes per second like what what does mempool but space what, what is a V byte what is a V byte I don't know what's a V byte it's because of the segwit thing yeah I know but and, exactly and how the bytes what is are counted it? exactly is is like a V byte is the, the I think the 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 witness bytes they they count as 25% of a normal byte in the rest of the transaction right is that it something, something like, like that. that yeah yeah but what is a v byte and what is a weight unit i think these concepts are retarded like we should <laughs> maybe we should like have two numbers for the transaction i don't know uh the part that is witness <laughs> and the part that is not witness. i don't know now why why not that. just use the v why not just use that's the whole point of using the v bytes that you can just have one number well, well see lighting doesn't use v bytes it uses weight units so why do you have weight units and v bytes we should have just one of these so, so i guess i guess one uh, i guess four bytes in the witness counts as one v byte or one byte in the in the non-witness part counts as four v bytes yes or what i think is so it? i, I don't think th so, i yes. don't think that's it i don't think that's it. but that would make sense I think the actual definition doesn't make much sense for me. Anyway, it's at least very expensive. Well, you because it's you, the whole per the sets per V byte thing is. It's like a good gauge for how expensive relatively it is, um, but, what I always think what I always look at with uh, at the the mempool, uh, is how, what what's the like the interval of price difference between me in megabytes uh, uh, sets per per v bytes. It's like how how close it are all the 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 orders, right? Are all the transactions stacked on top of each other? How tightly, uh, or are the are there these large jumps in in price because everybody just starts to push in? Mm -hmm. And I think that's due to wallets because they need to. Like the better your estimation is, the more tighter you're gonna get on next to the uh, to each other when you're outbidding, trying to outbid each other, because you only have to outbid it in like the minimal just by one set, right? If you're like one set more profitable, then you're technically uh, or supposedly able to outcompete mm -hmm. the, yeah. the people below you. Yeah. Um, and that has improved a lot, especially if you compare it to like 2017, where we also had like fee spikes. Yeah. So I think that that's that that's interesting. Uh, wallets have um, gotten better, and this this was something like last bull run, or uh, where you could see that as well. But it's it's very clearly. Uh, what, what some sometimes I see people saying that the fee estimation has to be better and whatever, and I guess it was very bad and it's better now. It can can actually be better, but it cannot ever be perfect, right? It's still a guessing game. No. You still get you, yes. you, you still don't know. You never know for sure. 
and I think people just assume the technology will happen that we will know for sure or something like that uh, it's like like people say oh you, you, you need technology to be better so you can get rich on the stock exchange <laughs> I just need I just need better predictions but there's also this thing that like you have to every time I make a Bitcoin transaction I have to I go there manually. I estimate, estimate the, the thing manually myself because I I, right. do, I don't trust the wallet estimation, and it's it's somewhat tiresome to do it. And I was thinking about the right. The you're, you're, you're like gazing at the charts, and it's like yeah. uh, let's if you're not if you've not been living in this space for all these years, like it's like how do you know what you're what you're even looking at? But imagine imagine a normal person doing it, and then I remember the argument. According to which, uh, some bitcoiners, some bitcoiners use this argument that oh, people have to protect their wealth, but they can't leave their wealth in money because the money is going to lose value over time. So they're forced to do stock exchange stuff and invest in stuff, and, and <laughs> they come to Bitcoin and now they're forced to do the same same <laughs> speculation thing with estimation. Yes. <laughs> They have to gaze the charts. <laughs> well, it's like looking at the backlog. There's like you, you. Yeah, it's interesting. So I, I really, I, re I really wonder what's go gonna go on with, uh, with fees. Um, so who is paying for all these fees? It's all BRC twenty people. Who are these people? Apparently. I don't understand. Apparently, I saw what? something where it's like a lot of mints of like the these BRC twenty tokens. Yeah, yeah, that's that, it. That's most of it. Yeah, minting like stupid, stupid talk tokens. Yes, but who are these people that have all this money to spend in fees, and like how are they so dumb, and they still have all this money? Like, <laughs> shouldn't dumb people have less money? Well, they're losing it right now. <laughs> But then I was watching. And some of them aren't. Some of them aren't. Some of them, I, I guess, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know how, how profitable these schemes are going to be. Um, oh, you think like it's just some people are pumping it and they're spending money, expecting other people to just lose all the money by buying stuff. But then they have to. I don't know. It. Are there marketplaces? Are there market? I haven't really looked at. Yeah, into the, this the, the, the problem are there I see with, with, with this is that. For it to be a like a a big pump, we should be at least know the names of the tokens that are being sold, right? There's Ordi, right? Yeah, I've, I've, I guess I've, that's the only I've one. I've learned I know. that one about that one today. <laughs> but I, I don't even know. I don't. I don't see people talking. When when that the, we had that NFT bubble, I used to see a lot of people on Twitter uh, with those apes avatars and the, some other others. Uh huh. And like, I think these were the top NFT things, right? And there were other, there right. were others and so. On. But yes, but it's not bull market yet. It's not bull market yet. But I, I, I maybe maybe they're anticipating the bull market. It's like okay, I don't, I don't well, think there exists a bull market. It's gonna be the next big next next big big NFT thing, VHF. We always have an NFT thing, right? But the, the, like oh, we're going the crazy. It's like, oh, we got NFT. these NFTs. It's fungible. Oh right. It's yeah. Okay. NFT. Well, it's just a. It's it's a it's a shit coin on on Bitcoin. 
No, but the shit coins, they it's always have some some narrative. They always do something. They 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 are attached to some I other system. I don't know. I I, really, I don't know. They have some internal mechanics that incentivize something and whatever. No one cares. But they there's some narrative. These ones they have nothing. They can't ever have anything. It's 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 very weird. I don't know. I've seen people claiming there's a CIA attack, whatever on Bitcoin. <laughs> well, I think yeah. if, if the CIA wanted to attack Bitcoin, this would be a good a good way. But I don't think they are doing it. Well, you you need like a, you need a cover, right, in order to because th you you could achieve the same thing by just making really expensive transactions, uh, like a lot of them and filling the blocks, but. Yeah then it's obvious and now it's not obvious now it's obscured right so maybe perhaps it is like a, let, let's let's treat it like as an attack and they uh obscured it by doing it the the stupid stupid token things and nobody actually knows what's going on because yeah. th so that's why there are all these brc20 tokens that are apparently being made but nobody nobody had ever heard of any of them because <laughs> it's just some some cia agents like sitting yeah. on a desk creating them yeah. all day yeah they're pressing the keys on the keyboard very <laughs> fast <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they're running they're yeah. running ord <laughs> the, the ordinals they move uh <coughs> so so that you know, means you know, that stamp, stamps are, are getting big bigger your from your they? friend mike mike something yeah mike in space yeah i i've i've been seeing the mention many times i think they're, they're getting see. bigger no but so the, i guess the point my point is with the the cia attack is that is it um maybe that's the the fee floor right is that if you you're always gonna have to outcompete the, the stupid attacker. You're yeah. always gonna have to outcompete the CAA attacker because the moment you start to slack, we're not gonna go to one separate V-byte anymore because the CIA is now there waiting to, uh, <laughs> to to fuck it up. So if you, so everybody who, want, who, who wants to see one separate V-byte, uh, the CIA says no. Okay. And make sure uh, that your UTXOs are big enough in order to uh, pay up in order to bribe the miners, they're, it's not free. It, they're not fees. Okay, they're fees, but they're like bribes. I like you're bribing miners to get into a transaction. Anything else, Mr. Fiat Jeff? No, 